Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Bald Face Truth. I don't know how many Civil War football games you've been around for. This will be number 20 for me. 20 that I have seen in person. I got to know this rivalry well. Uh, I can tell you all sorts of facts about the rivalry dating back to the uh, to the uh, you know late 1800s. Uh, you know this rivalry for example was not played in 1911. The I wrote about yesterday the 1910 game had a riot afterwards so they canceled the 1911 game and then played at a neutral site in 1912 and 1913. The 1943 and 1944, there were no games because of uh, the war. That's uh, That makes sense. Um, there have been occasions in which uh, teams in this series played without a head coach early in the series. There have been uh, ties, including the toilet bowl game that was that infamous 0-0 tie that everybody says they were at and nobody uh, wants to talk about. Our next guest is brand new to this rivalry, KATU sports anchor, Tyree Smith is joining us. This will be his first Civil War football game. Uh, he is a uh, he's coming to K two from West Palm Beach, Florida. He's a Palm Beach County native and uh, played some football, played, ran some track, uh, and has worked in Michigan and some other places. But uh, he's now in the Pacific Northwest. He's going to get in you know introduced to the Oregon Oregon State rivalry. Tyree, how are you doing, man? JP, I'm having a good time, my brother. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I want to know. I thought it was really interesting because everybody's like, okay, he's brand new. He's, he's, I think that's your first day on the job. Is Friday your first day on the job officially? <laughs> no, no, no. My first day on the job was actually Monday, but Friday will be my first real on-air appearance, actually. All right. And you're still you're still feeling good about the decision to come to the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> yeah. You know, John, people ask me a lot when I tell them I'm from Palm Beach County or from West Palm Beach. They're like, how'd you end up in Portland? I'm like, well, you know, you get tired of the sunshine every day sometimes, and you, you want a little bit of a change. And I was like, and I wanted to start something new, and I can't get any further. <laughs> Portland, Oregon yeah. on the map, if you're looking at a map. It goes as far as possible. So I was like, Portland is the place to be, and so far – it's been an amazing time here. The people are so welcoming. The food is great. So I'm definitely enjoying my time here. Give me an idea when you look at Oregon and Oregon State as programs. Um, your view from, like, you know, you, you have one time here where you can view them as an outsider. And forevermore after Friday, uh, you you won't be. But the, give us an idea of what, what you think of these two teams, what you think of this rivalry, maybe from, a, you know, a West Palm Beach uh, viewpoint. You know, when I look at the rivalry, I, I, I compare it to some of the rivalries I've been around growing up from the University of Miami Florida, and Florida State um, and then the, the Georgia and Florida games. I personally think I've never seen this type of hype around a rivalry game before. And this is I think this is probably the most special one that I'm going to be able to be a part of in terms of witnessing in person for the first time. Yeah, I look at these two programs, one where Oregon State – 
is very good now, and they're proving it week in and week out, even who they're facing against. And then Oregon, who's always been pretty consistently dominant, and now they have a chance this year to continue that dominance to possibly go to the college football playoffs. I look at these two teams as two good teams finally in the state of Oregon competing against one another in the rivalry game for possibly, potentially, the last time, at least for them being in the Pac-12 conference together. This is a great rivalry, and it is. It's popping around here. I go around to coffee shops and everything, and that's what people are talking about all week long. And I think the um, I think the tradition and the importance of this game spreads far more than just the Pacific Northwest, which is why I know this game is going to be watched by a lot of people. And from my perspective, from a Florida from a Florida perspective, it's going to be a fun game. It's something that I never got a chance to witness before, but I've been talking to my coworkers, you know, there's a lot of Oregon, Oregon State fans in here, and they're um they're pretty pumped up, and it's kind of a room divided right now as well. So I'm not I'm not telling them who I think is gonna win exactly, but I can for sure tell you from a Florida perspective, this robbery is nothing like I've seen so far. Let's go back to uh, Park Vista, Oxbridge Oxbridge Academy and high school. Did you know this is what you wanted to do? Like always, you said, you know, I'm going to be on TV, I'm going to be a sports anchor, or is this something you found in college? You know, what's funny about that is everyone from Palm Beach County, um, that's where I'm from, in the Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast area in West Palm Beach, we all want to play professional football. If football is king in Florida, and I'm sure you've heard that before as well. Football is king there, and everybody wants to play professional. And when I figured I wasn't going to be six foot two hundred five running a four four, um, I was like, I think I'm going to be doing that. So I thought the best way to stay with the sport that I grew up playing and love was to broadcast it. And being an athlete, being able to play um, in high school and college as well, I know what it takes, and I see I seen the uh, the um, the sacrifices players and athletes have to make and I thought those stories need to be told the athletes how do they get to where they are when they play on the Friday night like Saturday Sunday whatever terrain whatever sport and whatever day they play there's a story behind every athlete and I thought hey I can do that I can stay close to the sports that I love and that's when I was like all right I want to be a broadcaster I want to be I want to uh, I want to be a journalist and that led me to Michigan, um, Wisconsin first for college, and then Michigan, my first job, back to West Palm Beach with ESPN West Palm, and now all the way to the Pacific Northwest. So, no, it was never, to answer your question in long format, it wasn't what I originally wanted to do, but now it's what I love to do every single day. Tyree Smith, KATU, sports anchor, is with us. It'll be his first Civil War football game on Friday. Tyree, um, you mentioned Michigan. I think you were in Ishpeming, Michigan, and then went to school in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You, you know Big Ten country. I covered the Big Ten years and years ago. But it mm-hmm. Michigan State has an opening. Jonathan Smith is at Oregon State. He's had success there. What does he need to know about Michigan State and where it ranks in the Big Ten? And is that a good job? Can you ever really win big there? Or what do you make of Michigan State as a job? It's... I think it's a good opening for a coach who doesn't have an established foundation already at where they are. I think Michigan State is very – it has a lot of great things. That It's a great program. I was able to cover them a little bit. It's a great program, great facilities, 
and the people around there love the Spartans. But if you are somewhere where you're already established, you have a rapport with the fan base, I would not take a Michigan State job that has a lot of controversy around it, as you know, and is going to be basically rebuilding from the ground up. So when you hear those rumors and stuff about, you know, potentially uh, um, Oregon State's head coach Jonathan Smith going over, I don't think that would be the best idea for him. What he should know is that Michigan State often gets overshadowed a lot by the University of Michigan. And especially right now with Michigan being in um, the top four of the college football playoffs, Michigan State is not the most appeasing job, I think. And I don't think that's a, a job for somebody that's pretty established already where they are. So if he wants to know one thing about Big Ten and Michigan State is he's going to have to overcome a lot from the adversity with um, former head coach Mel Tucker, who now trying to overpower the University of Michigan fans already there? It's it's not the it's not a great coaching job for somebody who's already established. I'm looking at this game on Friday, and it feels like Oregon has got a lot on the line with the playoff out there, a rematch with you know a potential Washington rematch in the title game in Vegas. Uh, Oregon State uh, playing to spoil that, and also. Uh, has kind of a um, you know uncertain future with the conference and its coach and how does that factor in this game in your mind, Tyree? When you you know you got you kind of kind of take it a day at a time, John. You know, obviously there's a lot of outside factors going in for Oregon State. Let's not not Oregon, but Oregon State is Coach Smith going to stay there? Um, what's going to happen with the schedule for next season would only be from Pac-12 to Pac-2 currently at the moment with um, Washington State. There's a lot of outside factors that fans and probably and people around Oregon State are thinking about. But look at straight ahead at this game. I think that this game is a wonderful opportunity for the Beavers, for a team that has conquered a lot, who has an amazing quarterback in DJ Ugangale. And I think this is just a team that can potentially upset. Rivalry games are, are not easy. They're not easy, as we saw Oregon State won last season. So I think this is someone that the Beavers need to stay focused on this game, worry about this game. And I think this is, uh, is going to be one of the times that Beaver Nation can shock the world. Not saying that it is going to happen, but it can happen. Rivalry games, anything can happen. Um, but for Oregon State fans, worrying about the outside noise. And Jonathan Smith has um, is a great guy. He's opening. You've had him on your show as well. You've heard him talk about the uh, situation. Um, but I think that he is a very open and um, loving coach, especially for that community, especially being in that program beforehand. I think fans alike need to breathe, relax, understand that Coach Smith is here right now, embrace that right now, and embrace the challenge of, knocking off potentially a, a powerhouse in Oregon who has, you know, t- t- title dreams, title shots. And this is, the, this is the opportunity to do it. So focus on that. Focus on the task at hand, and everything else will play out how it's supposed to. Give me an idea. You've moved here. You've moved before, but you move here. Do you have boxes all over? Do you have a place to stay? <laughs> how is that process? I'm staying in my car. No, 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 no. I figured out. I, I definitely got a place. The boxes have finally been unboxed. That was actually Monday was my last box. 
I've been here for um, about a week. I got here for a week just so I could settle in, get to the area, you know, get some some shops and talk to people and stuff. So the boxes are gone. I got an apartment in an amazing, amazing area of Portland. And so far, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm feeling comfortable. The weather is, um, the weather, I love it. I actually love the weather. People from Florida would say this is below temperature freezing, but I, this is, I walked out of, um, I walked outside in just a pants and a shirt today. So I'm, <laughs> I, I think I'm fitting in pretty well in the Pacific Northwest, if you ask me. All right. I'm going to say hi to you at the game on Friday. I appreciate you making time and wanted to introduce you a little bit to, to the audience, and uh, we'll get you back on. Tyree Smith, thank you. John, I appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Be well. There he is, KATU's new sports anchor, new guy to the rivalry. Give the weather some time. Wait until it's just dumping rain, and then uh, we'll, we'll check back on you, Tyree. Uh, look, I, I, I'm looking forward to Friday's game. Steven and I are going to make our official picks. We're going to lock it in because guess what? We have Thanksgiving coming tomorrow. No show tomorrow. Dan Lanning coming up at 420. He'll be with us, Oregon coach. That'll be fantastic. In the 5 o'clock hour, we will uh, talk about the state high school football playoffs and a whole bunch more. Leave it here. You can read me exclusively now at johnconzano.com. That's where you find all my work, my columns, my opinions, my weekly picks. Uh, I love the relationship I have with the readers there. I'm able to uh, send you what I write in real time. You get it. People are replying. It's just been great to kind of have that back and forth with readers. Posted uh, today about Jonathan Smith and some thoughts there. I appreciate everybody uh, who is commenting in the comment section. It's it's been lively, I'll say that. Um, Stephen, we're going to turn our attention to the picks for Week 13. It's already here. Week 13 is here. Um, I had a bad week last week with my picks. I went three and three straight up. Um, a chimpanzee could have could have gone three and three. I went one and five against the spread. It's the only week all season I've been under 500 against the spread. One and it's dismal. I am now sitting in a position this week where I've got to be above 500 to stay above 500. I entered the week five games over 500. I left the week four games. I went one and five, and so now I'm only one game over 500 for the season. This is a very important week for me, and we're going to start it by talking about the Civil War. Friday, 530 on Fox, Oregon State at Oregon. 10 and 1 Ducks at home. Oregon State 8 and 3 has played everybody tough. 3 losses by a total of 8 points. Steven, the spread is 13 and a half. Ducks are favored. Who you got? I got Oregon in this one. I, I think Oregon is uh I think this has a lot of potential to be an Oregon dump trucking of Oregon State. I, I think it could be a blot in the situation. Oregon State, man, they have fought through this entire season a lot of uh, you know distractions, whether it's the conference, whether it's you know anything. Now we got Jonathan Smith coming out, uh, you know, saying talking about his agent on your show. Like, what does that play into the game? What what does that tell the players? I, I don't know. And I also think Oregon State. You look at what their stats are; they're giving up almost a hundred yards more on the road this season than they are at home. The, the defense has not been good on the road. I can't see him stopping Oregon. I think Oregon is going to be able to run the football. I think they'll be able to pass the football on those young cornerbacks. I think this has potential to be. You know, a 21-plus win 
uh, for Oregon. I think Oregon really puts it on Oregon State. Oregon goes for the Heisman, tries to get Bo Nix those stats. I think Oregon has a lot, a lot of good things going in this game. So I'm going to take Oregon minus the points. I don't disagree that Oregon's got more at stake. It's clear they're fighting for the right to, uh, you know, basically it's four playoff games in a row. They cannot lose. They cannot lose this game. They cannot lose the Pac-12 championship game. They win those two. They're in the playoff. They have the potential to play a semifinal and a national championship game. They are four games away, four wins away from being the national champions. They're playing for a whole bunch. I don't disagree with that. But I think Oregon State is going to show up motivated. I think Oregon State's going to show up with a chip on its shoulder. I think Oregon State's been hearing about Oregon all year long, and I think the Oregon State wanted to play this game probably in August when Oregon announced it was going to the Big Ten. Oregon State was strapped up and ready to go. But I think Oregon's got too much for Oregon State, and I think you're right about the home field. I have been burned by Oregon on backdoor covers, though, a couple times this season. They did it in the Washington State game. They did it in the USC game. I think they're a candidate here to do it for a third time. I think Oregon will score 31 to 34 points in this game. I think Oregon State in the fourth quarter is going to be behind something like 31-17, 31-14, something like that. And I think Oregon State will get a late TD to cover the 13-and-a-half. I think it will be a decisive Oregon win, but I'll take the Beavers and 13-and-a-half because I think they will keep it closer than expected. Keep in mind, Oregon State has lost three games. They've lost by three, three, and two. They have not been blown out. I don't think they're they're built to get blown out. Colorado's at Utah. Noon Saturday, Pac-12 Network. Utah is coming off a blowout loss at Arizona. Colorado got run out of the stadium by Washington State. Who do you trust more right now? Utah's a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. I trust Utah. Shador Sanders is uh, questionable. Deion Sanders says he's day-to-day. Utah uh, is the better team. They're playing at home. If there's no Shador, this could get really ugly. I think it's something like 42-17 Utah. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I think the Shador, uh, the question, questionable tag there, it could be a not play. And if that's the case, Utah is going to you know just run all over the field on Colorado. So I'm going to take Utah minus the points. Same as you. Arizona, Arizona State, border war. Rivalry game, 12.30 Saturday ESPN. Arizona is in a weird position. If Oregon wins the Civil War on Friday, Arizona's not playing for a berth in the Pac-12 championship game. Do you decide if that impacts your pick? Right now, Arizona's a 10.5-point favorite, and they are playing at Arizona State. Now, Arizona's a better team. They're having a great season. They're fighting to finish 9-3 and three with a victory, um, You know, be the third-best team in the conference. Meanwhile, Arizona State has struggled to score points. Last three games, three, three points, 17 points, 13 points. Major factor in this game. I think Arizona wins and covers the 10-and-a-half. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. I've been on Arizona, said they're going to go uh, win, win the rest of the Pac-12 games, be two losses, really throw a wrench in it. I think they do it, and I think they do it pretty easily against Arizona State. Huskies, Cougars. Apple Cup, 1 o'clock Saturday on Fox. 11-0 Washington against uh, a Washington State team that had been struggling until last week. Washington's a 16.5-point favorite. I don't think they're going to cover here. I think it's like 38-23. It's just not the way Washington plays. Washington in their last seven games has not uh, had a margin of victory larger than 10 points. They're 7-0, but they're winning close 
I think Washington wins by like 15, 14, 15 points. I'll take Washington State in 16 and a half. I'm going to take it a step further, John. I think Washington State's live to win this game. Uh, Washington's going through this murder as well. We talked about the last four games of the season. They've survived it. But guess what? They played a lot of physical games. Utah now at the Oregon State emotional game. Washington State got it back going against Colorado. I think Washington State has a chance to go in and win this game against Washington. So I'll take the points. Notre Dame at Stanford. Uh, let's uh, get, let's grab this one on the other side of the break. We'll also do Cal UCLA on the other side of the break. And Dan Lanning. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face. Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.